happy Sabbath, everyone. Happy All right. Amen. Um, let us um, open up with a uh, silent word of prayer. Amen. Okay, so the Lord has truly been blessing us, truly been guiding us, and, and teaching us many, many things that is to bring us into um, this next phase in his work, this next phase that is going to take place in, um, when he begins this, this judgment of the livings. For as there was a transition from the outer court to the holy and from the holy to the most holy, there's also a transition between the dead to the living. There's, there's a transition between this, this work of, of judgment. And before we come to the, the, um, the Sunday law, we all must understand and know that there's this transition that is to take place as well. Because there's also a transition, that Satan is also going to make a transition um, to the Sunday law. That's what the civil Sunday law to the Sunday law is. It's this transition for him to sit upon the, the throne of 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 the earth. Amen. So um, for us, we must understand and know what that transition entails. For we all say that someone is to come in the spirit and power of Elijah. Amen. Amen. And there's a, there's a John that is to herald the um, Christ's second coming as there was a John to herald Christ's first coming. But what does all of that entail? What, what entails um, all these things that take place? And and John's work, he was, he was the dirt brush man for that time. He was cleaning up all the errors and all the misunderstandings that was taking place in his time period. That's what Christ is doing to us now. He's trying to clean us up with the 2300. And by cleaning us up, we may be as John to herald Christ's second coming. Amen? And are we going to herald, by God's grace, some of us will literally be there to herald his, his, his literal coming. But before that is to take place, we must herald his coming into this next phase of work. Amen? Because John, literal John in the past, held his, herald his different phase in that work. Miller and the Millerites herald his phase into another work. So by God's grace, we are to herald um, Christ's coming into the second phase of, of this, this work of judgment. Amen? In the most holy. So in the top of the notes... Under the, the transition of glory, the title, it says that in Daniel 9.24, right? It says, 70 weeks are determined upon thy people and upon thy holy city. Amen? Amen. Okay, but what is, what, is, what is thy people? Who are thy people? Because this is a personal message. Amen? Amen. And naturally, the thy people were the, they were the what? The Jews. the Jews. But this now has an application to us spiritually. Amen? So who is our people here upon the earth at, in, in this day and age? Seventh-day Adventists. Seven Adventists. So then if Seventh-day Adventists are the people, then what is the holy city? Remember, a city is also synonymous with a nation. The United States. Amen. The United States. So 
So now let's, let's read this and make its, its application to us here at the end of the world. It says, 70 weeks are de determined upon seven-day Adventists and upon thy holy United States. Amen. Okay? Why I say the holy United States? Because we are still holding to the Constitution. Amen? Amen? Until we turn away from that, the, it would, the United States will no longer be after God's own heart. Amen? Amen? Amen. It's only for that reason. So it says, 70 weeks are determined upon seven-day Adventists and upon the United States to finish the transgression, to make an end of sins, to make reconciliation for iniquity, and to bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal up the vision and the prophecy, and to anoint the most holy. So now, I like these, these, these six points, because in these six points, we are to... We are to, I like to look at them in these two different, these two different phases. Amen. So in these, in these two separate phases, it says that, that you are to finish a transgression, make an understanding and make reconciliation for iniquity. But what if you don't do that? What are you doing then if you don't do those very things on the, on the right side? Because on the, if you don't finish the transgression on the right side, what are you doing? You're continuing, you're continuing sin, but you're bringing the transgression to its finish. You're bringing it to its culmination. Yeah. Amen? Sin, sin, when, sin is, when sin is finished, it brings forth death. Amen. It brings forth death. So now, can you do anything against the truth? No. No, you could only do for it the truth. Amen? Amen. So in finishing the transgression, go ahead, Kanar, actually. Amen. The same things. Yes, amen. It is for the Jew and Gentile. Yes, amen. And once and and once you accept Christ, this now you the thy people now applies to you. By accepting the message and becoming an Adventist, it now applies to you. So so these, these six points now, because you can't do anything against the truth, you and you, you, you try to bring this to its finish at the, in the wrong sense, you now bring in everlasting righteousness, seal up the vision and the prophecy, and anoint the most holy for the righteous. You now do a work of, of, of sealing the righteous in that everlasting righteousness. So, so Satan... Because he's, he tries to go against the truth, he is only looked at, he, we, we must look at Satan as our ally. Not in the sense of us being on the same side, but Satan cannot do anything against the truth and those who hold to it, but only for the truth. Amen? So, because we are not to fear the one who could destroy the body, but fear who? Him who destroyed the body and the soul and health. Amen. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. You must read both of them. Both sides has taken place in both the, in Daniel 9:24 and Daniel 8:14. But we understand? All right. Okay. So but when this is but when this is completed, when you've done the work of bringing an end to the transgression and the Lord a Lord the Lord um anoints you 
then these, these, there are certain gifts that are given. You are now, you are now a John to in, the, in the wilderness. So, next quote. It's from GC 88, 429, paragraph 2. It says, While it is true that the door of hope and, and mercy by which men had for 1,800 years found access to God was what? Was closed. Another door was what? Another door was open. For the Jews, a door, the door to the holy place was, was to be open, but they rejected the truth, so now it was closed. To the disciples, it was, bo- it was now open. Amen? And in um, the 10th day of the seventh month, the door to the most holy was, to, was open for those who wanted to enter in, but closed to those who refused. So for us, the door of mercy to enter into the judgment of the living will be open for those who want to enter in and closed to those who, who would enter not. It says, and forgiveness of sin was offered to men through the intercession of Christ in the most holy. It says one part of his ministration had closed only to give place to another. It says there was still an open door to the heavenly sanctuary where Christ was ministering in the sinner's behalf. So, so now this is what the Lord is transitioning us to, this open door, so that we can, by faith, walk through the, um, the door, the door of mercy. But for some, some will not enter in, and that door of mercy will be closed. They will be shut. They have, chose, they have chosen Caesar to be, their, to be their king. And the Lord showed us this at the fifth day, fourth month. Because Ezekiel 1.1 says, it says, um, it says, in the fifth day of the month, in, actually, I'll start over. It says, in the fourth year, in the fifth day of the month, it says, as I, as I was among the captives by the river of Chebar, the heavens were what? Open. The heavens were open. And I saw visions of God. So heaven was the, is this door that is open unto us. This is that door that, that is open to those who entered in at the fifth day, fourth month. Amen. It's amen. It's a revelation. It says, and, and there's another witness to show how this, this was open to us. Because Luke 24, the Lord also showed us at the fifth day, fourth month. In that same period. Now, in verse... Amen. 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 Now, let's go to verse 26 of Luke 24. It says, Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and enter into his what? Into the kingdom of glory. So since the fifth day, fourth month, the Lord was trying to teach us that he's about to enter into his glory. The fifth day, fourth month opens is, the, is the, the beginning of him entering into his glory. But it's small at first. The rays are very, uh, very small and cold. Amen. They're very cold at first. So it took us time to actually realize, man, the Lord is truly about to make this transition. Now let's go to Matthew, Matthew 24 as well. And it says, and it says, and as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, 
when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? What is the answer? Unto, unto 2,300 days, then shall the sanctuary be cleansed. That is the answer to these saints that are speaking. Be, because the disciples, these, this is Peter, that's one saint saying unto one, unto what? Unto a certain saint. And, and Kennard went over that, 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 that point just this um, last Thursday. He was speaking of the, the certain place. And Christ is that certain saint. So you have to find Christ in this certain place because he's that certain saint. And you find him when the heavens are open. So once, you, once he gives you understand the 2300, you find this certain saint in this certain place. It says, but it continues, because all these, Matthew 24, Daniel 8, 14, and Habakkuk 2, they're all, they're all, they're all speaking of this, this very same thing. They're all connected, um, connected verses. I'm sorry? Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. But Habakkuk 2 and verse 3, it says, For the what? For the vision is yet for an appointed time. It says, But at the end it shall do what? It shall speak. It says, And, and not lie. Let's go to um, the next paragraph. Can someone read the bowl? It says, The true vision... Or what? Or light. or light. So the word vision means light. light. So the so now in Habakkuk, let's go back now. It says, for the light is yet for an appointed time. So the light that came down at the 54th month, the light that is to come at the midnight cry, the light that is to come at the civil Sunday law is, for, is yet for an appointed time. And when this appointed time comes, we all shall see the vision. Amen? Amen? Amen. Because light is vision. They're synonymous, synonymous words. Yes, I'm about, yes, I'm about to. Amen. I'm about to get to that. Yes. DA 464. It says, in the manifestation of God to his people, light has ever been a symbol of his presence. presence. Like Swinton said, it's the appearance. So, Light, vision, let me, I'll write it down. So vision equals light, and light equals the Lord's presence. So, so vision equals presence, and light is God's presence. So from the so this is, what, this is what we must truly understand. We must hold in our hearts dearly. So since the fifth day, fourth month, what have we been in? The Lord's presence. From the fifth day, fourth month, the Lord was calling us to his presence. So since that time, the heavens opened and the Lord has been calling us into his presence. He opened the door. And by accepting the light that came in the fifth day, fourth month, he calls us and showed us that, that we must be what? Cleansed. That's why as soon as we, we entered in, the Lord brought us to the, um, the 2300 days. 
so that we could be cleansed, so that we could continue to walk in his presence. Amen? So that we could continue to, to receive light from heaven. Okay. And it says, at the creative word in the beginning, light had shone out of darkness. Light had been enshrouded in the pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. All right. But, there's, but there are some that who, who have seen this light that to them it has become a pillar of fire. It wasn't a... a I'm sorry? Yeah, it became a fire, a consuming fire unto them because they, they wanted to reject that light and hold on to their, to their sins. And Ellen White had, a, had, a, a, had an experience of what took place with those who wanted to, to rustle and fight and reject this light that is to come. And, and we must not fight this light that is, that is about to, um, to come upon us. Can you ever read it for uh, CET 112? In the, uh, read the bold. As I beheld his glory, the thought did not occur to me that I should ever be separated from his presence. I saw a light coming from the glory that encircled the Father, and as it approached near to me, my body trembled and shook like a leaf. I thought that if it should come near me, I would be struck out of existence, but the light passed me. Okay, so, <clears throat> so, so now Ellen White, she, she saw this light coming um, to her. So, so those who are so those who are amongst us, they saw the light of the of the glory of God that was coming, but because they trembled and feared, and resisted the light, resisted the the, the coming of the Lord's glory, they all left from amongst us. So they were, so they then were consumed by this light. They ceased to exist. Where are they now? For if they were amongst us, they would show that they were, they were, they were, uh, if, yeah, they were, that they were of us, that they were, that they accepted of that, of that truth, of that light. Okay, continuing on. In First Chronicles sixteen, verse twenty-seven. It says, glory and honor are, are in his presence. So the kingdom, to enter into the glory, the kingdom of glory is to enter into the Lord's presence. So the Lord is preparing us for that, that, that very thing. Okay. So let's go down to um, under... John in, in Malachi 31. Malachi 3 verse 1, sorry. And it says, Behold, I will send my messenger, and he shall prepare the way before me. And the Lord whom ye seek shall suddenly come to his, to his temple, even the messenger of the covenant, whom ye delighted. Behold, he shall come, saith the Lord of hosts. But who may abide in the day of his presence, in the day of his coming? And who shall stand when he appeareth? For he is like a refiner's fire and fuller's soap. And it says, And he shall, 
and he shall go before him and in the spirit and the power of Elias to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and, and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. So before the Lord is to come, he is to send, he is to send one in the spirit and power of Elijah. So, can I read it for the bold of um, DA 104? Amid discord and strife, a voice was heard from the wilderness, a voice startling and stern, yet full of hope. Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. With a new strange power it moved the people. With the spirit and power of Elijah, he denounced the national corruption and rebuked the prevailing sin. Okay. So, so in, in the beginning, we, we came to um, Daniel 9.24, and it says that, that it was for thy people and, and upon thy holy city. So John was doing the, the same thing. He rebuked the national corruption and the prevailing sins. He rebuked the sins of, of the people and of, of the, um, the nation. That's, that's the work that, that we must that we are called to do. Put back in order the, the institutions of marriage that are being corrupted now. Next quote. Amen. Um, DA 104, paragraph 4. Can I read it for that one as well? Amen. <clears throat> Amen. So, yeah, so we have to do a work of, of cleansing. This is why the Lord has led us the way that, that He has led us all this way up until now. Because a work of cleansing must be done so that we can go forward just as John doing that a, a similar work of, of cleansing. So now let's see another witness of, of one who went um, with the same spirit and power of, of Elijah. E.W. 2.33, paragraph 1. It says, thousands, thousands were led to embrace the truth preached by William Miller. And servants of God were raised up in the spirit and power of Elijah to proclaim the message. So servants were, were, um, were brought up. It says, like John, the forerunner of Jesus... Those who preached the solemn message felt compelled to lay the axe at the root of the tree and call upon men to bring forth fruit, meat for repentance. It says their testimony was calculated to arouse and powerfully affect the churches and manifest their real character. That is when they are raw because it's showing because you showed them forth for what they are. Actually, Amen. And this is why. Amen. Because it, it, it's the same thing that took place in Eden. When, when Christ literally came, when, when Christ came to earth in, in Genesis, after, they, after the fall, when Christ came to, to see what Adam and Eve were doing, 
they also, they fled from, um, from the presence of God. So as Christ has brought us to this, this vision, brought us to, into the presence of God, we must also do the same to the rest of, of, our, of our people. Bring them also into the presence of God. Bring them to Christ so they too can be cleansed. But, but like Adam and Eve, some of them will flee from the presence of God. They will flee from Christ. They will run from, um, from this vision. Amen. Amen. Yes. It says, John came in the spirit and power of Elijah to proclaim the first advent of Jesus. I was pointed down to the last days and saw that John represented those who should go forth in the spirit and power of Elijah to herald the day of wrath and the second advent of Jesus. That is why they shall hate us, because we're speaking about the day of wrath. Amen. We're not saying, saying the day of love and peace and mm -hmm. safety. No, they, they hated John. Huh? Exactly. Amen. Amen. It is. Amen. And so. God didn't love you, he would have left Sodom and stayed around. If God didn't love you, he would have left the old world. If God yeah. didn't love you, he would have destroyed Egypt. If God didn't love you, he would have left Babylon. If God didn't love you, he would have stopped the faith with you. All those Amen. All those things are showing forth God's love. It is not just this this happy-go-lucky, uh, fleet fleeting. fleeting Amen. Fleeting feeling. But, but what does it constitute to to have the spirit and power of Elijah? What does that What does that actually mean? It says, in GCB, it says I was briefly. I was briefly to call your attention to the work of Elijah, as, as recorded in 1 Kings 17. It will require the spirit and power of Elijah to, to prepare the people for the coming of the Lord. It says, and for, and for the record, it is plain that his course was a path of humiliation and self-abnegation before God could entrust him with power. Next quote. Okay, it says the Holy Spirit is given to those who are qualified to, to receive and impart it. It says it is not so much a question of receiving the Holy Ghost as it is a question of surrendering to the Holy Ghost already received. So we must, we must believe that the Lord has already given us the Holy Ghost in measure. But as we, as we continue to receive, um, receive more light upon the subject, more of it will be given. Because we say at the 54th month that the heavens open. So what happens if the heavens are open? The Holy Spirit is poured out. The Holy Spirit comes. For example, at um, 27 AD, when the heavens opened there, did not the Holy Spirit come down? Did not the Father speak at that time? So it is, is, is plain that when the heavens open that the, the Holy Spirit comes down. In the time of the flood, in the time of Noah, when the heavens opened, what came down? Rain, which is a symbol of the Holy Spirit. So when the heavens open, the Holy Spirit comes down. So, so it behooves us to have faith that, we, that the Holy Spirit has already been received. But it is given in 
in, um, in measure until more is given um, um, further along. It says, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of, he is none of us. The people have, have a large measure of the spirit, but we are now talking about the fullness of divine power. We should not be satisfied with one little blessing, for the time has come to do much, and this will require much power. This is why the, um, the Holy Spirit was given, for us to do, for us to do much, so that more can be, can be given. It says, the secret... The secret of power, yes, the secret of power in the case of Elijah was in, was in his doing all things at the word of the Lord. Next quote says, what was it that constituted the power of Elijah? It says, as the, as the Lord liveth, this is um, 1 Kings 17, 17 as well, says, before whom I stand. So to have the spirit and power of Elijah it's to stand in the presence of the Lord. It's to stand before the Lord. That's what constitutes having the spirit and power of Elijah. Because when this nation turns against you, they can't touch your, your mind because your mind is to always be in heaven. Hence why Elijah and Enoch were so easily translated. They were always in the presence of the Lord. Moses, he was... he as well was to be one that was to be translated because he was always in the presence of the Lord. So we must always be in the presence of the Lord, always receiving light from heaven. Amen? Amen. Next quote, it says, Elijah, you're not paying attention. Amen. It says, Elijah's, Elijah's, are called for at this period in earth's history. So the children, the wives, they are to be Elijah's in their own stead. They're to be Elijah's here upon the earth. It says, it says never messengers are to go forth in the, in the same spirit. Today, messengers are to go forth in the same spirit with the word of God in their hands and the Spirit of God in their hearts, speaking words of warning and entreaty and pleading with God in earnest supplication. If ever there was a time for deepest humiliation before God, it is now. That is what constitutes having the Spirit and power of Elijah. Okay. Can I read it for a bowl? FGCB? Uh, the conditions were that if he should see Elijah when he was taken away, his request would be granted. That is, if Elisha was able to stand amid the devouring fire of God and to behold the heavenly transaction, if he was pure and clean and holy enough in the sight of God to see and behold it all, it should be so. But if not, it could not possibly be so. Elisha surrendered, surrendered every sin and would do nothing that would in any way displease God. So it came to pass that when the chariots of fire and horses of fire swept Elijah away into heaven, the record is that Elisha saw it. He complied with the condition. He was pure enough in the very presence of God to behold the, the whole heavenly transaction. Um, 
the Lord looking down from heaven to show himself strong on behalf of those whose hearts are perfect toward God. Baptize him with the oil portion of the spirit of God for service. Okay. So, so in both cases, we are, on one hand, we're Elijah, and the other hand, we're Elisha. Because we are to constantly ask for, um, for a portion of the Lord's Spirit. So, but at, at this time, we are not to also denounce that, that we have received a measure of His Spirit. Because as we, as we said... No. So at the 54th month, we said that the, the heavens opened and, the, and um, the, the Spirit came down. So, at that point, we received a, a measure that is to continually grow until we reach the, um, the, the amen, the height of the, the midnight cry. And then continually receive even more at the civil Sunday law. So, hence why we are to be as Elisha, that are to constantly cry for a double portion of, of his spirit. And, and but we must be... We must be as if we are already in the presence of God so that devouring fire does not consume us, but to consume the dross that is um, um, surrounding us. Amen. Yes. Because truly the fire comes at the, at the end. Another point I want to... Ah, yes. Ah, yes. Nice, nice that you brought that up because 27 AD, the Spirit came down. So, and, and at 9-11, we saw the consuming fire also come down and consumed, and consumed these, these buildings. Amen? Amen. It consumed the sacrifice. And said the fire engines could not stay fire. Amen. So, yes, it was an uncountable fire, and it consumed that, 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 um, yeah, like you say, it consumed that, that, that sacrifice. So, and, but this was only a foreshadow of what is to, to come at this point, at 27, eight, I mean, at the Civil Sunday Law. Yes, which is also 27 AD, where the, the dove is to come down again. So, so as we all witnessed 9-11, we saw this vision take place. We saw the presence of the Lord coming, and we saw those, those buildings and those who were, um, were not able to stand in His presence be consumed. And then in that very same time, what did we see the Adventist church do? They resisted it. They left from his presence. They walked out of the most holy place back into complete darkness. They brought in, they brought in spiritualism into the, um, the, the church. Amen. They offered strange fire. Amen. So the that time is coming right back up again. That time is, is soon to be upon us where the fire, that consuming fire is going to come back down. And the 54th month was just a, a small piece of that fire, that light that came that consumed our dross. There was something that we, 
There, amen. There was an error that we lost at that time. And the Lord continually showed us that there were errors that we needed to turn away from. And continually, He will do that work. So, oh yeah, and, and Lord, so at the... So the events that took place at 27 AD, the dove coming down and the father speaking are the, um, are the things that we must, we must um, see and hear that are to take place. The heavenly um, tribunal. No, it says here in the quote, it says that he um, should. Oh, behold a whole the heavenly transaction. transaction. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That whole heavenly transaction. Amen. All right, and what was heard at the um, at 27 A.D.? What did the father say? My beloved son. Amen. This is my beloved son. This is the one that I have chosen. So we must see this this fire. We must see the chariots and the horsemen come down. For we saw the Lord's chariots and horsemen did come and attack the the chariots and horsemen of the United States. So we must see the chariots and the horsemen come down at, at, at the civil Sunday law and hear the speaking of, of the Lord. But there are some who are only going to hear what? Thunder. Thunder. But we must understand that is the Lord's voice that is, to, um, that, that is speaking. Because the Lord did speak at 9-11. Continuing on. Under speaking, it says, How be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you in all truth, for he shall now speak. He shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he do. What? That shall he, he speak. That shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. And and once the Father speaks, what shall the people speak? Psalms one forty one one forty five, verse eleven and twelve tells us. It says, "They shall speak of the what." Of the glory of thy kingdom. They shall speak of the, of the kingdom of glory and talk of thy power. To make known to the sons of men his acts, his strange act, and the glorious majesty of that kingdom, of his kingdom. Amen. His mighty, yes, his mighty act. Second Timothy 4 and verse 18 says, And the Lord shall deliver me. From every evil work, and will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom, to whom be glory forever and ever. Ezekiel 12, verse 22 to 25. It says, Son of man, what is that proverb that ye have in the in the land of Israel, saying, The days are prolonged, and every and every vision faileth? For many of those who were once in the truth, they're saying all the light that has come in the past, it has failed. All the, the, the visions that were in the past has failed. It says, tell them, therefore, thus saith the Lord God, I will make this proverb to cease, and they shall no more use it as a proverb in Israel. But say unto them, the days are at hand and effect of every light. Amen. Every vision that has... Um, Amen. All the light that Lord has sent us in the past is all going to culminate in this very time. It's all going to be brought back because that's what the spirit of truth is to do. 
remembrance. your remembrance. Amen. All Bring back. back all the light, all the visions that the Lord has taught us from the time we have entered into this message. Amen. Amen. Yes, amen. It says, For there shall be no more any vain vision, nor... Amen. Any vain light. Amen. Any vain light, nor flattering divination within the house of Israel. It says, For I am the Lord. I will do what? I will speak. The Lord will speak. And the, the word that I shall speak shall come to pass. It shall no more, it shall be no more prolonged. For in your days, O rebellious house, will I say the word and will perform it. Perform it, saith the Lord God. Amen. Amen. No more vain light. No more will we have these, these, um, these feast keepers and all these other things bringing in their, their vain light into the Adventist um, church. Oh, yes. And what a, mm -hmm. Yes, amen. Amen. And that was and that was at the midnight cry. So that's what we're we're just about to, to enter into. Okay. Job let's jump over Job forty. That's just to show that the Lord's um the Lord's voice is is thunder. And it's also um his arm. His voice is also his his arm. <clears throat> And it says in Job 37, he says, After it, a voice roareth. He thundereth with his voice of, of, of his excellency, and he will not stay them when his voice is heard. God thundereth, marvis, thundereth marvis, marvelously with his voice. Great things doth, doth he, which, he cannot, which we cannot comprehend. And that word thunder, it means to, to be violently agitated to roar or to trouble. Amen. Agitation. Agitation. Amen. 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 And this violent agitation brings us into the presence of God. We truly have to see these things as, as being in the Lord's presence. It says it bring great importance to, um, to the truth that you're holding. And one, that, one of the meetings, not meetings, meanings that um, I have here, um, about thunder is um, that I didn't highlight. It says specifically to, to crash, and that's dealing with the stock market. The stock market is to crash. 
because after 9-11, what happened? There was a crash. There was a crash. A crash. So in 9-11, when the Lord's presence came down and he violently agitated the, um, the earth, there was a crash as well. Amen. 
Oh, yes, amen. Okay, so from the Lord's, from the Lord thundering from heaven, it says that um, he sent down arrows and scattered them and lightning and and trouble them, because that's what discomforted means, to, to trouble them as well. And then, now let's combine this with, with Luke 21. It says, And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars, and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring. It says, Men's hearts failing them for fear, and for looking after those things which, which, are, coming, which are coming on the earth, for the powers of heaven will um shall be shaken. Oh yes, okay. Praise God. So so 9/11 as as we know points down to the civil Sunday law. And, and at the Civil Sunday Law, we, we say just like it parallels the 27 AD, we, had, we heard the voice of God, we, the, um, the, the dove came down, and, and, um, and to signify that, we saw the consuming fire, and the, the truth of the message now went forth with a full effect. So the same thing is to, is to occur at, the, at 27 AD. But... At, at C CSL, yes, amen. Thank you. But be, because of that, because those who, who don't want to go to the light, they that 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 retract back from it. The Lord has a reward for them as as well. And the Lord showed us what is to, to take place because of those who um who were foremost in going forth with that um with that. With that, uh, that, that darkness, that, that false, that false light. And this will also be a, a sign unto us of that, that, amen, of 9/11 being repeated. And it says in Daniel 11 verse four, it says, "And when he shall stand up, his kingdom shall be broken." Why? Because the Lord, um, because the Lord was speaking unto them. Because thunder came down, it says, and shall be divided toward the four winds of, of heaven, 
and not to his um, posterity, nor according to his dominion, which he ruled. For his kingdom shall be plucked up, even for others beside it. Okay, let's go to um, yeah, um, Genesis 20, verse 9 and 10. And it says, Then Abimelech called Abraham, and, and said unto him, What hast thou done unto us? And what have I, what have I offended thee? Says that thou hast brought on me and my kingdom. Says a great sin. It says, thou hast done deeds unto me that ought not to be done. And Abimelech said unto Abraham, What sawest thou that thou hast done this thing? So, by by this great sin, it was a um, these. Plagues were brought upon the, the nation. Amen. And John is to come to rebuke this great sin. And what was the great sin that was taking place in, um, with Abimelech and, and, and Abraham? Amen. It was adultery. It was given this, 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 this false marriage. And that's the same thing that's taking place now. So the, the literal false marriages in this time is this great Sin. So we must rebuke this great sin because it's, it's coming upon this, this city. Because he asks Abraham, he says, what sawest thou? So many are going to ask us, what do we see because of, because of what's taking place of, of um, taking place in the, the nation? All right, I'm about to close. So when you look up great sin in, um, in the Bible, you have these, these two occurrence, and both are taking place with, um, with fornication, with this false marriage. We have this with, um, with the, the, um, the Midianitish women coming into the camp, and this, this great sin with Abimelech and, and, and Sarah. Oh, yes, it, Joseph, yes. Wickedness and sin against my, my God, yes. So his great sin is looked at as this, as fornication is looked at as this great sin. Amen. Amen. So his point is, is perfectly pointed down to, to our time. That's why the, the spirit of... Um, the spirit and power of Elijah is to come at it's 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 to come now. It's all it's all the, the same things taking place. So you really have a place to mark where you should look for the spirit and power. Every time you see the spirit Great Sin. Mm -hmm. Amen. And the message is going to say, cast them out 
Amen. It's all the same thing. Amen. But in but all those who who don't want to are showing that they 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 did not receive that that vision. They did not. They were not in the presence of God, because is is because um, broadside and early writings fifty five that also must be fulfilled. They must leave out of the presence of God. The most holy was being in the presence of of God. So by leaving that, they they. Yeah. Oh, yes. By leaving that, they, it showed that they they did not want to go to the cross. Okay. Last verse, Ezekiel twelve and verse twenty-eight, and it says, "Therefore say unto them, Thus saith the the Lord God." says there shall there shall none of my words be prolonged anymore but the word which i have spoken shall be done saith the lord god so all the things that the lord have have spoken in the past will no longer be prolonged we'll see great wonders that are going to going to take place in this this world why because the lord is soon to enter into the kingdom of glory he's this transition from the from grace and glory is going to be a a a a wonderful one, for the Lord is truly gonna do, uh, um, do what He said He's going to do. He's gonna clean. He's gonna clean us. He's gonna clean His church. He's gonna clean all um, the United States. He's gonna clean the earth, and then He's going to come. Like this work, but this work on our part must first be done. We must go and do the work that the Lord has told us. To do. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let us close with a, a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for um, your grace and mercy that you have um, given unto us. We pray, O oh Lord, that that help that you may uh, please be with us, Lord, in our, in our unbelief. Help us to study these things and, and hold fast and strong unto the light that you have given us in the past that we may go forward in your strength, believing that we have um, received the, the Holy Spirit in measure, that we may continually receive much from you and go forward in, in doing um, thy will. Help us, O Lord, in this Sabbath day, and I pray that you may continue to create in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.